In today's episode, we're talking about the key things you should be doing to ensure your business is safe. Welcome to JFDI with the two Lauras, where we help freelance social media marketers to build a profitable business, which not only funds your lifestyle and supports your family, but is also actually enjoyable because otherwise, why are we bothering? Now, we've recently seen a spate of businesses lose everything they've worked so hard to achieve, some from hacking, others from things outside their control, which is why in today's podcast, we're talking about the things that actually are in your control. So you can do those things now to hopefully save your business in the future. We couldn't bring all this free advice to you every week without the support of our sponsors, Agora Pulse. So if you're looking for a new scheduling tool, do go and check them out because they are awesome and they are just as invested in your success as we are. After this episode, you might still have questions and we'd love to help answer those for you. So we'd love to invite you to come and hang out with us in our free Facebook group for podcast listeners. It's called the Social Media Managers Hub and to join the group, all you need to do is search for Social Media Managers Hub on Facebook or you can go to the thesocialmediamanagershub.com and just pop your email address in to request to join and we'll let you in as soon as we can and we'll keep the chat going. So yeah, we've heard some awful stories lately, haven't we, about mm. people who have lost like everything um, in terms of their business because of hackers or because Meta have just kind of pulled the plug and decided, actually, no, we don't like your account anymore. You've gone against our policies. And and totally unjustified as well. Yeah, totally. And it's just kind of wiped people out. And I think like we were talking earlier and you said about how it's got worse recently, like in the last 12 months, you said, yeah? I think so. Yeah. I think I think the hacking situation in the last 12 months seems to have been, it's gone off the scale mm. and I've seen lots of people and not just businesses. I've seen personal like friends of mine completely lose their accounts with all their photos, everything on, which can be heartbreaking for some people. But yeah, I've seen businesses, bloggers, influencers be hacked, lose their account. Sometimes they've got it back, sometimes not. I've had clients have been hacked and they've had thousands of pounds spent through Ads Manager. It's horrific. And I think it's just sad, really. It's sad that these things happen. And it, to a degree, some of it is completely out of our control. Like we're going to share with you the tips and the things that we do to try to protect ourselves. But it's not bulletproof, is it? You know, we're we're at the hands of these platforms. Regardless of the hackers, we're at the hands of you know, Zooks and his mates and, and unfortunately this happens. And yeah, so there are ways in which you can try to protect yourself, which we'll try and talk about today. But yeah, the, I suppose the disclaimer is there's no guarantees that, that this is going to, to, well, some of the things are going to work in terms of protecting yourself on the platforms, but hopefully some of the tips we'll share with you today will protect your business over and above the platforms. We'll be totally honest. If we lost our social media platforms, if our Instagram got taken away from us, we would obviously be devastated, but it wouldn't ruin our business because we've got procedures and things in place to make sure that that doesn't happen. And we want to make sure that you and your clients as well kind of do these things to mitigate that risk as well. And by the way, what we're going to talk about today in this episode would be great content for you to be sharing on your socials. So feel free, um, you know, you can tag us if you want, but talk about what we're talking about as well to help your audience. Um, Mm. So let's talk about those hackers first, shall we? And what we can do to kind of try and avoid those. So like you just said that you were hacked or your client was hacked. What happened? Well, the reason they, they, 
their ad account was hacked and they spent shitloads of money, um, which eventually, to be fair, we did get that back off Meta, but it took a lot. Like I was literally on chat with them every single day and I was being the most awkward person I could possibly be. And it was relentless and it was tiring and I swore a lot um, at the incompetence of them, but we got it back. But the reason it happened is because the business manager had other people in there, like staff members in there, their personal accounts were in there and they hadn't got two-factor authentication switched on, which is, and to be fair, it now, it now will be flagged in business managers. It does now say these people don't have, and you have to go and do it, like tell them to do it. And so it is, they have obviously very slowly, Facebook are trying to, in particular, which all meta are trying to deal with that. But um, yeah, so we say all the time, don't we never just be the only admin on a on a page, especially your own business pages. And obviously we're talking about specifically um, Facebook really with this one, but we always say, you know, add someone, your friend, your mom, your husband, whatever it be, someone you can trust, but do just make sure they have two-factor switched on as well. And for those of you who don't know two-factor authentication, which is used across, this isn't just for social media, this, you know, is used across the board, but it's essentially a, a way that you have to send, you get, uh, you log into something and you have to reinforce that security because they are going to give you a code that only you in theory are able to access. And then you put that code in. Um, yeah, you've so probably like, done it with your bank and all of those sorts of yeah, people. Yeah. So it's commonly used, but it's definitely probably not being used enough on social media. Probably also more personal accounts. Probably I think businesses are getting a bit savvier about it, but probably not all. But um, yeah, it's definitely something that it's a it's a no-brainer like everyone mm. has to have two factors switched on yeah just to help with the main like because that's obviously how it happened for me and uh, from a hacker perspective and I think that's by and large how it's happened for a lot of other people yeah we use the google authenticator app don't we for all of our two-factor which I would definitely recommend um it's really easy to use but, but we have kind of run into a few problems <laughs> with, with it in the past. Um, yeah. I, don't know, I think you've done this as well, but I got a new phone a few years ago, um, wiped my old phone, put my new phone on, forgot that I hadn't set up Google Authenticator. took me forever yeah. to get that sorted. I did get it sorted. It is possible. Um, but just kind of have that on your radar if you do get a new phone, that you do need to move all of that stuff across. A hundred percent. And like a lot of people also, so the good thing about Google authentication is it's used across the board. Like we use mm. it for um, email, we use it for social, we use it for all sorts of things. So it means that you don't have a lot to worry about lots of different apps or ways to do things if you just use the one. I see this a lot. People rely on like meta sending them a text message mm. and because they have, that's how they've kind of, that's what they selected when they set up the two factor, but actually they get never get the bloody message because meta are crap. So they, people say, yes, send a code to my phone and the code never, ever comes. And then they're screwed because they can't get in. Didn't um, Twitter or X or whatever it's called these days, they actually got rid of that option, didn't they? So you can't get the text. So you have to have an authenticator app. Yeah. So just know. make sure for every platform you're using, even if like it's a platform that you set up an account like five years ago and you haven't really logged in, but it's still related to your business, turn on two factor. 
Like yeah. you can never be too safe because if you did, for example, lose your Instagram account, but you've still got your TikTok, you know, you go and use it for your business. Yeah. But make sure that you've got that two factor turned on. Another tip you shared was about um, using credit cards, not debit cards on ad accounts, which, yeah, you know, that isn't always possible. And you can only kind of advise clients about that and they might not have business credit cards, for example, but that is a great way of protecting you. You know, you don't want thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds coming out of your account because meta are crap, aren't they? For example, you know, and I they know really we keep are. talking about meta and this, this is across the board. This isn't just about them, but. But we don't hear so many stories about the other platforms, do we? No, so, you know, they are crap. And like when my client was, hacked they spent thousands in hours um but as soon as i said we've been hacked they to be fair they did put a block on they still bloody took that money out the client's account so they're far from perfect and so they 100% need to improve that but at the end of the day and not everyone has like i'm fortunate i've got access to chat not everyone has got access to chat and it would Mm. be an absolute bloody nightmare um, and as we know from people we speak to in our community, trying to communicate with Meta and all platforms, to be fair, is absolutely nightmare, a nightmare. And when you can see money being spent, especially, and this is obviously more ads than just social, but it can be really, really stressful. So if you can try to um, kind of mitigate that by having like a credit card, at least you know that that money isn't coming out. Credit cards are generally quite good as well, at blocking payments. Yeah, and um, you have much more protection on a credit yeah, card than exactly. you do on a debit card. But I know you just said it's mostly for ads, but a lot of organic social media managers will have, their client will have boosted a post at some point and there will probably be a payment method yeah, attached to that. that's very true, yeah. So even if yeah. you're not managing ads, just make sure that that is, you know, kind of safe. Another thing with hackers is your passwords. Like I am really guilty of not changing my passwords very often. So that's now kind of, I'm giving myself a little kick up the bum to go and do that. Or people use the same password on all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Social, and I'm crap with passwords in that a lot of passwords, uh, a lot of the things I need a password, which is obviously everything. Um, I use the same password, but the one thing I do do is I always have a different password for social and email and the bank, mm. <laughs> like everything else is normally the same one or two passwords that have been going around since I was probably about 18, but, um, which is right, like wrong. Shouldn't laugh at it. That is wrong. But, um, yeah, trying to have, um, different passwords on different platforms and changing them regularly. Yeah. This is your prompt. If you haven't changed or updated your passwords recently, go do it today. Yeah. I'm going to go and do it. Make sure. (laughs) Get paranoid now. Yeah. I've got paranoid, paranoia sitting in. And with the passwords, like if you're, if you're sharing passwords, like your own passwords or your clients are sharing passwords with you, the safest way is not for them to send you an email saying, this is my password or yeah. sending you a WhatsApp saying, here's my password for my ad account, whatever. Like, don't do that. You like, we use a tool called LastPass, but there's various other different versions of that, um, that are free and that are paid. And the good thing with that is that you don't actually get to see the password it encrypts the password. Is that the right word? Encrypts it. Yeah. So that you can still log in, but it's encrypted and you never get to see the password. But also um, a lot of those platforms, um, a lot of those tools, I know that LastPass does, so I'm assuming others do, they will tell you 
if your password was one like one of the lists that's been handed out to the hackers, so you can then go and change it. And it will also tell you if you've got the same password being used too many times on different logins. So like, I get that. Like, did you know you're <laughs> using this password on 5,000 different things? So it does kind of remind you they are quite good at that. Um, but obviously yeah. don't just like cancel the message and just carry on willing, you know, because it's one of those things, isn't it? You always think, oh, it's not going to happen to me. It's not going to happen to me. Oh, it won't happen to me. No, not me. Or I'll deal with this next week. You know, it, it could happen to anybody. And yeah. and it's horrible. And I know some of the platforms, I don't know if all of them do, but some of the platforms will allow you to download all of your data from the platform. Um, so in terms of like all of your content that you've put, put up, some of them will allow you to download all of your contacts so that mm. you could go and, you know, find all of those people again. So do make sure that you go and do those downloads regularly. Like set yourself a calendar reminder to go and do those like every three months, every six months, whatever. So that if you did lose everything, if you've got the backup, the most you ever will have lost is like the three months or the six months uh, most recent. And you can download all of that. I know on Instagram, you just go into like your um, activity and you can do it that way. And it will send you an email with all of the, like, the thing that you need to download and all of that stuff. So do make sure you do that. And uh, one other little tip that I will give you is that um, recently we've seen quite a few people who are using Meta for scheduling. They mm. then like for all of their clients. So whether it's called Business Suite or Creative Studio or whatever this <laughs> week, it always changes. Um, if they're, if you're using a built-in scheduler for a tool for all of your clients, and you get you lose like for example, a few people have lost their Facebook, but they're you know they're looking after clients and they're scheduling to other platforms. They can't schedule to any of their clients because they can't get into Facebook. Mm. Whereas if you were using like Agora Pulse, for example. You could still schedule to all of your other clients because you could do it in the tool. So do think about that as well. Like how are you actually managing those clients? I don't want to kind of go off on a tangent here, but this is where people like use a free the free inbuilt schedulers because they don't want to spend money. But you have to protect yourself. You are a business. This mm. is why using a scheduler and investing in a good scheduler and a reliable one is really important. And if you say, mm. well, you can't afford it, then put your prices up with your clients. So that is your yeah. next job after you've changed your passwords, you know, because you shouldn't be relying on freebies, you know, and free schedulers, your professional business use professional tools that help protect you and again, don't say, oh, like, I'm not going to lose my Facebook. I'll be fine. Mm. Don't come running. <laughs> I like my mum. You know, you've got to think about the proper professional business and you've got to put these things in place to help kind of protect and mitigate these situations for you and for your clients. That's a no brainer. End of. You've been told by Laura Davis <laughs> that you have to do this. <laughs> so that's, that, that's kind of like very platform kind of specific yeah. in terms of more the Technical functionality yeah. yeah um but like kind of thinking more holistically about your whole business mm. like if you were to lose a platform tomorrow is that like we happen? said right at the start is that going to have an impact or not so for us mm. we would be absolutely gutted and the thought of having to start again on a platform would be soul destroying and i would probably have to drink a bit of gin and I'd have to probably have a bit of counseling <laughs> like but you know it wouldn't break us we would be able to continue and we would be we would be fine so let's just kind of have a 
dive into that really because I find it that's the more emotional side I think that's what I find mm. most upsetting for people is that they've they work their bollocks off and then it's fucking gone it's just gone overnight and yeah it just devastating okay so first of all don't rely on one platform like we will always say you don't have to be everywhere mm. and you don't have to be on like actively like you know all the time on every single platform but a, if you are, your business it has way less risk. But B, don't just be in one place. You could put all of your efforts, for example, on Instagram and have no other platforms. You lose your Instagram, your business is gone. But if you are putting 75% of your effort in Instagram and I'm not very good at maths, uh, 25% uh, on, on somewhere else, on TikTok or LinkedIn or wherever, and you lose your Instagram, you've still got that 25% of your business that you could go and, you know, ramp back up to 100%. So don't just be in one place. And also, and I was having a conversation with somebody recently, if you do lose, for example, your Instagram account, what then happens is if people... Uh, if somebody's looking for you, right? So a potential client or somebody who has been in your audience, they go and look for you. They go and search for your account and they can't find you. Guess what they do? They will go and look elsewhere. If you are nowhere elsewhere, they can't find you because you don't exist. Mm. So if you wanted to recover those, uh, those people in your audience, you do need to be in other places so they can find you. Um, so don't just rely on, on, on one place, please. <laughs> Two more things on that really in that if you, um, so if you're an ads manager, you may do this automatically. If you, if you're not, and you only do social, you might not have thought about this, but get the pixels and the tracking from all the different social media platforms on your website. So if forever you were to start again, at least you've got some data on your pixel that you can maybe do some retargeting and, and put some ads that saying, look guys, I was hacked. Mm. I've got, had to start again. Come and follow me here. Um, so the the pixels and the tracking um, from all social media platforms, they don't cost you any money. Just get them on your website, all of them. So depending on which one goes, you have got a way to try to communicate with at least the people who've been on your website in the last kind of, you know, 90 days or whatever the kind of retargeting windows are. Um, it might not work, but you might not have a big enough audience on there or have been on your website, but try it. Don't don't yeah. go, oh, that wouldn't work for me. Just put it on That's there. That's a really it good tip. Nothing. I like that. Mm. So get that on there. And also, I think, and this comes back down for people who rely on like referrals, don't just become, it's fine to become known as an expert on a certain platform, but make sure you're also talking about where else you are. So like you were just saying before, don't rely on one platform. So, you know, maybe if you're on Instagram, you're also on Facebook or you're also on LinkedIn, what have you, just make sure that you're kind of, you, you, you talk about that all the time. So people who are sending referrals your way, if they've suddenly, if you suddenly vanished, they hopefully would remember that it, or you'll know your business name or remember that you're somewhere else. So they'll come and check you out and, and hopefully kind of reconnect with you that way. Um, so yeah, just have a think about that. Just have it in the you know, back of your mind that people know that you are on more than one platform. And I think that's why I know like we all want our our handles, for example, to be the same as our business name. And when we can't get that, we get really annoyed. And we might like, for example, you know, your business might be called the two Lauras, but you might have your handle as Laura One. 
it, sometimes when that happens, people don't remember your business name. They might just remember that I'm Laura One, but there, there aren't two Lauras. So if they're searching for Laura One, they were not going to find the two Lauras. So yeah, like, when you're me. setting up, <laughs> what Laura Two? <laughs> um, she's finally admitted it. It's on a podcast. There we go. Um, so do make sure, like, if you can have the same handles across everything, so that you are easy to find and easy to remember. That will make it, you know, easier for people to to recover where you, wherever you've been lost from. Yeah, and what you were just saying about referrals as well, like uh, this is kind of going off on a tangent, but a lot of people will rely on referrals as like a marketing strategy. But let's just remember that that that's only really a good marketing strategy if you're actually doing it strategically. Otherwise, you're just hoping and praying that sometime at some point someone will remember your name and say it to somebody you know, randomly. And people don't, you know, people are not going out of their way thinking, oh, who can I refer this person to today? Because they're people are selfish. They're thinking about themselves. They're thinking about their families. They're thinking about what they're going to have for dinner. So in order to get those referrals, you kind of need to ask. So if you're in the inner hub, we've got a, a strategy in there called say my name. It's the say my name strategy. So go and grab that um, if you do use referrals. And even if you don't use referrals, it's a great one to go and start using referrals. Um, go and grab that as well to start getting more clients. If you're not in the inner hub currently um, and you want to join the waiting list, we'll pop the link in the show notes or you can go to the twolauras.com forward slash inner hub um, and you can go and get your hands on that. The next one that we're going to say is going to be something you will have heard us say a bajillion times. And if you still haven't done it, consider this your virtual telling off, your virtual slap of the wrist and your virtual kick up the arse. Build an email list. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, if you don't have an email list today, you need to go and do that today. Because if you lost your account tomorrow, how are you going to go and tell the people where you are? Your email list is your most important, your most valuable business asset. It's way more valuable than your LinkedIn account. It's way more valuable than your Instagram account. It's the thing that means that you actually have a business that you where you've got people that you can sell things to. Um, and we've got various podcasts all about building an email list. So go back and listen to some of those, but make it a priority, please. Yeah, 100%. Just chip away at it because if you mm. were to lose everything tomorrow, you'll be very, very grateful that you have got another means of contacting your audience. So you don't have to start from zero. Mm. And that's why earlier when we said, yes, we'd be devastated if we lost a platform, but it wouldn't ruin our business because we put a lot of effort into making sure that our email list is strong and solid. And where Laura was talking about retargeting ads, you can use your email list for retargeting as well to get your business back in front of people if you yeah. if you did need to go down that route. So your email list has got so many different benefits to you. Yeah. Don't just go, oh, again, it's that, oh, it'll never happen to me. Yeah, I do oh, tomorrow. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't got enough time. Email mm. list is going to be something that falls to the bottom. And again, if you're in the inner hub, there are lots and lots of resources about starting your email list. So go and head into there. It's not complicated. It's not difficult. You've just got a JFDI. Okay. Final thing then. Let's dive into a little bit, and we're not experts on this. Well, I think this is more of a you? case of just no, 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 no. I'm far from it, and I think it was just really to mention it. So, you know, we talk a lot now about social media being hacked and social media this and social media this. Unfortunately, there are still the good old-fashioned internet browser getting viruses and being hacked, your websites being hacked. Um, 
all of that. So make sure that you're protecting your computers and all your devices, really. You can often nowadays get these virus checkers that go across. I think like ours goes across like, is it five different? Five devices, um, I think, yeah. Devices and, or, or more or less. or um, So definitely have a look into things like that, making sure that you're kind of up to date with those kind of um, that protection. And also have a look at um, your insurance. There are insurances that you can take out to protect you from, um, from a cyber security perspective. I am no expert. I very much trust our insurance company when they talk to me about it. But it's very much, I think, important, especially if you're holding a lot of customers' details, if that was to get hacked and that ensures you to and um, protects your business if those kind of things happen. So, you know, if you are building email lists, for example, which you should be, then just take a look into that. I don't think it costs a lot of money. I can't remember now. Fairly minimal. And it obviously it will be scalable, I'm sure, to different size businesses, but definitely kind of um, have a look into that and see if your insurance provider could maybe advise you and take kind of official advice on it. But I don't want to just leave this podcast and people just think about social media as a way to and how they can protect their business against that. Although obviously that's really important for us in our industry, but um, yeah, I just want to, that to be on your radar as well. Yeah, definitely. It's just one final thing that I just want to um, say and bring up that we haven't covered and this is mainly a meta thing. Recently, like we see posts almost daily in our groups about these. People get, uh, are getting these messages on Meta and emails it used to be as well. It's more DMs now that look like they're coming from Meta. And I don't know if this is happening on other platforms too. I suspect it probably is. They look like they're coming from Meta. They're saying like you violated a policy or your account's been disabled or whatever. Click this link. Just do your due diligence, do that thing that I can't say, <laughs> due diligence, and mm -hmm. just do not click a link unless you are 100% sure that you know who it's from. And I can tell you now, Meta will never, ever, ever, ever send you a message. It's hard enough to get them on chat. They're not going to send you a DM. So if you get a DM that looks like it's from them, I guarantee it's not. Don't click it and don't let your clients click them either because those links will either be a hacker or will infect you with some sort of virus like Laura's just been talking about as well. And on that note, even if a random person, and this is what was happening uh, certainly last year, um, and you get a DM saying, oh, help me, help me. And it's, it's from an account that you know saying, mm. click on this link. Like I think I even shared, might have even made it into a reel what had happened to me, but it was like an account I followed. They were messaging me going, oh, I'm really stuck. Can you just help me? Can you click this link and sh tell me what you can see? I can't remember what it was now. And I went to press it and then I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and luckily I didn't and I just had my wits about me and it turns out they'd been hacked and that's how they were then trying to get into to hack other people's accounts so just I don't I want everyone to need to become paranoid and and no but, just, but you don't need to be paranoid you just need to remember that hackers can't spell they're not very good <laughs> at like speaking like humans so if so there's people loads are of typos I'm a hacker and they're like I can't. <laughs> You're not that bad, but they, they, there's always like really random words, you know. They and they yeah. don't communicate to you like the person actually would do. Like, click this link. Mean, it's, come on, it's little things like the links will normally like be like Facebook.com, whereas now it should be Meta, and you know, there's normally little giveaways. Or if it's an email, for example, you can look at where the email was sent from, and it's normally like Facebook help at hotmail.com it's yeah you know yeah. so there are sometimes giveaways as well but yeah that's a good point 
So anyway, I hope that's been helpful. There's lots of things that you can now go and do to protect your um, business. And hopefully this won't happen to you anyway. So you won't need all of these things, but it's good to have them in your back pocket. Don't forget that you can come and drop into our community, the Social Media Managers Hub, to come and ask all of your questions um, about this and share any other advice that you might have. And we will be back next week, next Tuesday, with more advice. So be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button wherever it is you're listening so you don't miss our next episode. And we will see you then. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.